0: We're now in the approach phase everything looking good. Altitude fifty two hundred feet. on yeah, flight controller is going to go for landing. Radio controller No. Control. And the beacon good. surgeon. go Houston The occupants It was September 4, 1964 and Donald was lost. The sun was well below the horizon. No. It would probably be dark in a matter of minutes, and he had not located his two companions. He was a factory worker from Sacramento, and his bow and arrow hunting friends had set up camp in Cisco Grove, an isolated area of Placer County, California. They were about three miles south of Route 40 near the Loch Laverne Lakes. They went off together to hunt, but separated as the evening sun sank closer to the mountains. There was no use continuing the search now. As near as he could tell, the camp was three mountain ridges away. He would never find his way there in the dark. He decided to climb further up the ridge he was on, locate a reasonably comfortable tree branch for protection, and try to sleep until the first light of dawn. About two hours later, he noticed a white light zigzagging to the west at a low altitude. It looked like a flashlight or a lantern bobbing up and down, but it was well below the horizon. I saw it go up, over a tree, and then down, and I thought maybe it's a helicopter from the ranger station. He jumped out of the tree, lit three fires in an attempt to attract attention. He stood and waved his arms, illuminated by the glow from the fires. The light turned and headed his way until it got to about 50 or 60 yards away at a very low altitude. There was only the light, no shape or sound. The object was now hovering between two trees. It just hung there. I was pretty sure it was no helicopter and at the time I could see what that little light I just threw my bow and arrow up in the tree and got up there. I had camouflage clothing from head to toe. After I got in the tree, I just froze. I thought maybe they couldn't see me because it was dark in the tree. The light moved to the east, flying around the tree and moved over a canyon to the south side of the ridge. It then moved closer to about 50 feet away he could make out details. Three panels, arranged vertically in a step-down formation, spaced evenly, and were illuminated like crumpled aluminum foil, shimmering. The panels remained motionless for about five minutes. Something, Something came out of the panel, and I could see it was a kind of flash. Something went straight down the hill. It went pretty fast. I just saw a dark object shoot down and there was a flash when it came out. A second object disappeared into the underbrush and reappeared, moving around the ridge to the north side. A few minutes later, Donald heard something crash through the brush. After about five minutes, I saw this first what you call it, person, in some kind of light-colored silver or whitish looking uniform with kind of puffs around the sleeve and joints. It wore some sort of hood or helmet, came to within a hundred feet and stopped and appeared to be messing around. A second figure appeared. Both approached the tree and peered up at the frightened hunter. He saw their features more clearly. Large dark eyes as big as silver dollars. There was more rustling in the brush, a pair of reddish-orange luminous eyes that lit up. A weird face and jaw approached. The third creature was short and stocky, like a robot-like affair, wearing a metallic-looking uniform. The three creatures stood staring, had Donald in the tree for a while. Then the robot moved over to one of the fires and with one wide sweep of its arm, scattered the embers. The robot returned to its humanoid companions. It put a hand up to its mouth and some kind of white vapor came out. I blacked out, Donald stated. It was almost like a little breeze. The robot was upwind of me, so the vapor just came up through the tree and acted like nitrogen would. Just like a gas. I didn't smell anything, but I just kind of grasped gasp for breath and then blacked out and fell across my bow. When I woke up, I had the dry heaves. I figured they were out to get me. I was going to be peaceful and quiet before that. Then I lit a book of matches and threw it down just to see if it would scare them away. It did. They backed up. So then I started going crazy with fire. I lit my hat, then I threw it down and they backed away. They stayed a good 20 to 50, 50, 75 feet away. I noticed that their ship had shot way up in the air. I could just barely see it. As soon as the fire started dying down, the creatures started coming back. I continued to throw burning articles on on the ground. I took everything out of my pockets. I ripped my camouflage clothing off and was burning it. I just ended up with Levi's and a t-shirt on and shoes. I burned everything I had to burn. My hunting license everything out of my wallet that would burn. I ended up getting just one little fire started. They stayed back as long as it was there. As soon as it died down, they'd come back. I'd been in the tree for about three hours by that point. After burning everything I could, I tried shooting the robot with my bow. The other two just stood and looked. The bow has a velocity of a rifle. I just pulled it back as far as I could and hit him the first time and it shoved him back against the rocks. When it hit him it was just like a big arc flash. It just flashed up real bright. I only had three arrows with me. I shot him three times and all three times it pushed him back a little bit with just a big bright flash. The other two humanoids scattered with each shot. I climbed higher further up into the tree. I lashed myself with my belt to the tree. A second robot now came upon the scene. The first robot again approached the base of the tree and for the second time emitted a a vapor. Again I lost consciousness. The two humanoids were climbing the tree when I regained consciousness. Every time they would get up, I just grabbed hold of the tree and would bend it as far as I could. As soon as there was a, would be at least little movement, they'd get down. I broke the limbs off and threw them down. I threw all the change I had in my pockets and anything I had with me, I threw down just to try to distract them. This went on all night. As the humano- humanoids backed away each time, the robot would come up to the tree and emit the vapor, rendering me unconscious. As soon as I'd wake up, I'd heave, and as soon as I'd come to my senses, they'd be starting to go up, get up the tree. I wasn't out very long. I threw down my canteen. One of the humanoids picked it up, looked at it, and threw it away. I tried all kinds of goofy things to distract them. I tried yelling and making all kinds of noises. I heard coyotes off in the distance howling, so I even tried that. They just went about their business like I wasn't up there. When I would shout, these two in human form would look up. He now heard one or two more humanoids running through around in the bush. I could see them going over a rock every once in a while. It seemed like they were scouting for something. I thought there were five or six creatures, including the two robots. As the dawn began brightening the sky, the robots moved to the base of the tree, stood facing each other. Then there were a bunch of flashes going between them, like arc flashes. They just lit up the whole area beneath that tree, going back and forth between them. Then large volumes of smoke drifted up, obscuring my vision. I blacked out. When I woke up, I was hanging just by my belt. My feet and head were hanging down. It was light, but the sun hadn't come up and there was no sign of them. I climbed down from the tree, surveyed the area, covered with burning clo- burned clothing, paper and brush were scattered around. I grabbed some of my stuff that I'd thrown down, including the bow and arrows and canteen, and left and found my way back to camp.